Hello and welcome to Serial Culture, a show about discovering the world one voice at a time. Each week, people of different cultural backgrounds and languages will tell their stories here for you. I'm Laurie Martinez and I'll be your host. After a brief hiatus, we're back with brand new episodes delivered to your feed monthly. I promise. I'd like to start off by saying thank you, dear listeners, for your lovely comments and feedback. It's nice to know we're not alone and feeling a little lost in a new place. The show started off as a quest to discover more about the intricacies of living in a culture different from your own. Whether that's loving in a new language, navigating a new identity, or finding home in an out-of-the-way spice market. In doing so, I found that we each have our little moments, when we feel both out of place and very much at home in new cultural settings, no matter where you're from. This week, laughing in another language. There's this very familiar feeling that arises when you don't speak a language, or... You don't speak it well enough to understand certain phrases. You have this limited and often upside-down version of the world, and it can be frustrating. Switch out French for Icelandic, and you've got the Twitter feed of Jelena Čirik, in Grejkovic. She's a Serbian-born singer-songwriter whose music studies took her from Valencia to Mexico and eventually landed her in Iceland. Her Twitter account caught my eye because, despite never having been to Iceland, I felt a deep connection to her experience, and the moments when you don't quite know what's going on, so you grin and bear it and laugh about it later. Here's Jelena. The Icelandic Approach to Feelings 1. Greet total strangers by commanding them to be happy. 2. Never discuss feelings again. Yeah, a situation where I felt the most foreign. Uh, one of the things that makes it hard to learn Icelandic is that Icelanders themselves, they're not yet used to the fact that foreigners want to learn their language, that there are more foreigners living here, more immigrants, and uh, more people just interested in Icelandic culture. Uh, So it hasn't been that long that, you know, people who maybe look like they're not Icelandic uh, will you know, open their mouths in public and speak decent Icelandic. So I'm often, I I would say, maybe not often, but on a regular basis, uh, just kind of pegged as a foreigner because I have dark hair, I have dark eyes, so I don't, it's it's fairly clear that I'm not Icelandic. So yeah, that's that's a feeling I get often, um, sometimes even speaking the language or saying a phrase, but an Icelandic person that you're talking to, they respond immediately in English, either because before you even opened your mouth, they decided this person is foreign, so they don't speak Icelandic, so I'm going to speak English to them. And they didn't even hear what language you were speaking, or just simply because they're not aware even sometimes whether they're speaking English or Icelandic. So yeah, when you're trying really hard to learn the language, that's something you kind of have to fight against. You have to sort of insist, nope, I'm going to say this again, and I'm going to say the next sentence in Icelandic again, even though I know I'm going to make mistakes. Uh, And eventually, you know, people come around. Welcome Wednesday. Game Vera. Game Vera. Space. Being. Alien. Game Fari. Game Body, space, goer, astronaut. I started my Twitter page basically as a sort of diary for my own adjusting process to living here in Iceland. 
Uh, I think when we are moving, when, when we're somebody who's an outsider in a new space, we have a sort of unique perspective on that place. And I wanted to kind of record my first impressions of living in Iceland because I know it's really easy to get acclimatized surprisingly quickly. And then uh, you take both the weird things and the funny things and also the beautiful things kind of for granted. So uh, I wanted to have a bit of a diary of that process of adjusting and sort of a, a reminder of my first impressions. And I definitely wanted to have an outlet as well for all of the challenges and difficulties that you face when you're learning a new language, especially a very, uh, a language spoken by very few people. <laughs> and that's quite different from a lot of other languages. English. Hey, how are you? Icelandic. Nay, blessed, what say you good? I, th I think Icelandic humor, I would say it's fairly dry. <laughs> Uh, maybe that's just the Icelandic friends that I've made. Uh, or maybe that's that's a general rule. Uh, but I guess I appreciate that kind of humor. I think Icelandic people are good at telling a joke with a completely straight face. Um, and yet somehow it's hilarious. To the man at the pool who said foreigners would make Iceland into one big cocktail, y'all were drunk before we got here. So I've been in Iceland for a year and a half now. I don't think there was any one moment where I started feeling like this is my home. I definitely do feel that now. I think it's just been small moments along the way, you know, throughout the process of adapting to a new place. One thing that does make me feel really at home is uh, being at big family gatherings with my in-laws. I'm really lucky. I have really fantastic in-laws and when we're at kind of a big family gathering and there are a million children running around and we're having a delicious dinner and all this kind of thing, then I do feel really at home. But I also feel more and more at home as I create my own independent relationships because I came here with a partner and my partner's from here. And as a result of that, of course, in the beginning, kind of all of the relationships you have, everything you do sort of stems from your partner. It can be a kind of dangerous, <laughs> dangerous place. Or just, you know, a little difficult at first. Uh, but the more I build my own independent relationships apart from that, and the more I uh, build my own independent career, etc., then, yeah, you know, I feel like I have a life here that belongs just to me, and that makes it feel way more like my home. Uh, I've gone abroad a few times, and I think it's when I come back to Iceland that I feel the most Icelandic. Because, yeah, maybe I'm not entirely comfortable yet or entirely adjusted yet in every aspect of my life here. But when I've been abroad for a while, then there are definitely things that I start to miss about Iceland. And I know that these are feelings that I share with, with Icelanders that have grown up here. Uh, there's so many like kind of particular things about living here. Uh, for example, the freshness and the cleanness of the air. When you come back from abroad, and literally the moment you step out of the airport, you just take a huge breath of fresh air, and it's the greatest thing in the world. Uh, and the water, you know, these kind of simple things, the, the drinking water, just the water that comes out of the tap, it's the best water in the world. 
and the public swimming pools, uh, the thermal pools with hot tubs. Those are just the greatest thing in the world. And I would miss all those things a lot if I were, if I at some point in the future uh, live somewhere else. So I think, yeah, coming home to Iceland and feeling like, yeah, I'm coming home, that makes me feel very Icelandic. Me. Er það ekki bara? Icelanders. Say about a. We begin creating a, a way of speaking to each other that's not quite one language or another. We usually speak English uh, amongst ourselves when it's just the two of us, because that's the language we met in. And it's very difficult, I think, to completely, to make a complete switch. Um, but of course, every language is going to have some phrases or some kind of expressions that are just much more convenient or that just get exactly at whatever you want to be saying. Um, and, and for me, I guess in a way, this is the first time I, I've learned a lot of languages and I've always loved learning languages, but this is the first time that I've learned a language due to a relationship rather than due to, you know, a job or a move or a class I was taking or something like that. Uh, and there's, there's something really kind of interesting in that as well, because the first words that you learn in the language, you know, are going to be phrases that have to do with, with a relationship or with love. You learn how to say cuddle, that's kura in Icelandic. <laughs> um, Icelandic has a lot of great words for, for things like this. Like, for example, halsakot. It's, um, it's that spot kind of in between your neck and your shoulder, that really cozy spot that you can put your head in when you hug someone or cuddle someone. So, of course, you know, if, you're, if you want to talk about that exact spot, then you have to use the Icelandic word, because English doesn't have one. There are three types of Icelanders. Those who have Itala glassware, those who display it, those who display it with the stickers still on. My favorite Icelandic saying, Thetarettast is a pretty good saying, I guess. It just, it sort of means things will work out. It'll work out. It'll be fine. It's when you don't know exactly how a situation is going to go, which is something that happens a lot when you're, when you're in a new country. You're not always in control. You don't always know uh, what's happening around you because maybe you still don't understand the language. Uh, or you're in a new situation, so you just think, It'll work out. It'll be fine. You can find Jelena's quips about life in Iceland on her Twitter profile, in Gregevik. That's I-N underscore G-R-E-Y-K-A-V-I-K. This show is produced and hosted by myself, Lori Martinez, for Serial Culture. You can listen to all episodes of Season 1 on iTunes and wherever you get your podcasts. If you like the show, leave us a review on iTunes so other people can find our little multicultural stories featuring voices of tout origine. Sweden, Denmark, Colombia, Turkey, Korea, and many more. If you want to learn more about the show, you can find bonus content on the brand new SerialCulture.com and the Serial Culture Facebook page. Can't wait to share more stories with you in the new year. A bientôt!